This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be legal advice. The transmission of information on this podcast is not intended to establish and the receipt of such information does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. Welcome to Quick Topics, where we provide you with a quick overview on issues affecting the everyday entrepreneur. Season one looks at contract boilerplate, focusing on important provisions you may come across in your business contract. My name is Edward Serrano. I'm an attorney and founder of Serrano Law, and I'll be your host. In today's segment, we'll discuss force majeure provisions. So what is a force majeure and what is the definition of force majeure? Force majeure, in short, is an act of God, such as earthquakes, pandemics, or other catastrophic occurrences. It also includes insurrections, government shutdowns, or other events that are beyond the control of the parties and that prevent the parties from performing under the contract. A force majeure provision is usually included in contracts so as to allow the parties to either terminate their agreement or suspend their obligations under the agreement. So how is a force majeure provision triggered? A force majeure provision is not automatic. That is, it will not become effective unless a party seeking to avail itself of the provision provides notice to the other party. And you should be careful in ensuring you properly trigger a force majeure provision by providing the proper advance notice. For example, many times these provisions will require notice within a certain number of days from the event constituting a force majeure, and failure to provide notice within the prescribed number of days will render the force majeure provision ineffective. There are often exceptions to a force majeure provision, and one that comes to mind is in a situation where the party that seeks to avail itself of a force majeure clause knew of the force majeure event at the time the agreement was entered into. And in such instances, the party with the advanced knowledge of the force majeure event will not be able to enforce the force majeure protection for itself. Another exception are force majeure provisions that, although they may have been properly triggered by a party, the force majeure event may not suspend the payment obligations of the parties. And I see these often in commercial leases where, for example, a force majeure event will not suspend or terminate the tenant's obligations to pay the rent. And I do have a word of caution. Providing notice of termination by wrongfully triggering a force majeure clause could constitute a wrongful termination of the agreement and therefore a breach of the agreement. So if you wish to avail yourself of a force majeure provision, please make sure you contact us to see when and how to trigger a force majeure clause. And this concludes today's segment. For more information, please make sure to contact me by visiting our website at www.serrano-law.com. You can check out our podcast by visiting our website. You can also visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Serrano Law, altogether underscore FL. And we thank you for listening. Please make sure to stay tuned for more quick topics.